Are you looking for ways to attract and retain private pay clients? Thryzer is a payment platform for therapists built to help clients automatically tap into their out-of-network benefits and save on therapy up front. Check out our special link, join.thryzer.com forward slash modern therapist, and use the code modern therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thryzer. Therapy Notes, the number one trusted EHR among mental health professionals, just keeps getting better and better. With legendary customer support 24 hours a day, seven days a week, they're giving you all the tools you need to succeed, whether you're a solo clinician or a group practice. Try them free for two months using promo code MODERN today. You're listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide, where therapists live, breathe, and practice as human beings. To support you as a whole person and a therapist, here are your hosts, Kurt Widhelm and Katie Vernoy. Welcome back, Modern Therapists. This is the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. I'm Kurt Widhelm with Katie Vernoy, and this is the podcast that is all things therapists, things that we do, things we look at our profession about, the struggles that we face coming into this field. And about this time of year is when we're always coming out of our therapy reimagined conference. And some years we've recorded a live podcast at the conference, but this is the time of year when we reflect on what our mission is and how we're going about that, evaluating if we're being effective or not. And one of the things that we announced at this year's Therapy Reimagined Conference is that we're not doing a Therapy Reimagined Conference in 2022, that we have decided that our conference is going to go and live on a farm upstate where it can have plenty of room to roam around and play with other conferences. But we are looking at, and part of the decision to not do this is the tremendous amount of time that it takes for our very small team uh, to put together an event that is a snapshot in time of a lot of work that we do. It's hundreds, if not thousands of man hours to put on an event that Katie and I feel that some of that time can be actually better done to further our mission in some other ways. And taking a step back as far as 2022 goes, does allow for us to refocus on our mission. Yes. And I think some of it came into stark relief because we were putting on a conference two years in a row during a pandemic with planning the conference numerous times, interacting around, you know, the COVID and and the other stuff, but also Zoom fatigue and just kind of the general malaise that I think has set in on all of us. And so to me, I found that uh, when we were getting ready for this year's conference, there was a lot I was really excited about, but there was a lot where I felt like if I had more time, I could do X. If I had more time right now that wasn't dedicated to this conference, I could really do more for the mission that we've set for ourselves. And so, and I know Kurt, you were feeling the same way. So I use yep. I just because I don't want to speak for you, but um, the the things that I really see uh, being really important for us is looking at Reevaluating how we're using our resources, time, team, money, all of those things, because there's a lot that's happening in the, the field of mental health right now. 
I'm sure we'll do another workforce podcast around people leaving the field. And there's also a lot of initiatives that are starting to come forward that may help therapists, but certainly are designed to try to make therapy more accessible. And so there's just a lot where I think we need boots on the ground to be able to make sure that our profession is actually going in the right direction, that that we're using this time to make a difference versus being so stuck in the grind of whether it's our practices or a big annual conference or whatever. When Kurt and I were talking, I thought it was important that we actually for folks who haven't been with us that long, we've got a lot of new listeners lately, to really let people know what our mission is. We have a a website that is dedicated to the podcast and to the Therapy Reimagined mission. And so I'll read kind of the main four tenants that we put up on this website, but we'll, we'll also link to it in the show notes. The four things that we're really looking at is create sustainable careers supporting sound business practices, the incorporation of technology and adequate pay for all therapists. Uh, The second one is improve education to reflect modern practices, support, support high quality clinical work, train therapists to care for themselves and address the diversity in our communities, increase representation across the field in supporting inclusion on our stages in our classrooms and in our offices and, you know, kind of the, the, the one of the moment, improve access to mental health care without requiring sacrifice, financial instability, and burnout from therapists. So there's a lot there. It's a very broad mission. It's more just like, how do we make our, our profession better? But I think there's a lot that we could be doing here. And and so to me, I think for, for this episode, we kind of turn to what are we looking at? How do we do this? How do we help our our fellow modern therapists to make our profession better? And well, we have a number of projects that we're working on that we'll be announcing as they come up, because one of the things that we have learned is get things kind of figured out before we (laughs) promise them. Very true. Very true. (laughs) We get so excited and then we get too many projects. So Yes, we will. We will wait to announce the ones till we're really ready. Uh, the podcast isn't going to change, and in fact, probably might allow us to become a lot better and a lot more focused in being able to bring messages. That, especially leading up to conference time, some of our podcasts we have to record out quite a bit of ahead of time, so that way we yeah. can put on a conference. But. <laughs> Yeah, we, that little logistical thing of, hey, for the next two months, most of our focus will be the conference, that we have freedom to not do that this year. We're, we're not going anywhere as far as the podcast goes. We're going to be adding out some other things. We started a, a little online place for some continuing education it, that is something that will probably continue on with our conference that will allow us to bring some content to you in some new and other ways. Yes. And that takes off a couple of some of these mission points as far as providing still a good place for improving education for therapists and Mm -hmm. being able to bring what I think a lot of other conferences have shied away from, which is content about running business practices better. 
Well, and also topics that push the envelope. It's interesting because for me, I feel like we've been so immersed in our conference segment, which is misfits, outliers pushing against the status quo. Like that just feels so endemic that I'm like, oh, well, everybody has topics like this. And I think that's not actually true. Right. (laughs) So continuing to bring new perspective to the clinical work, to how people show up in the room. So that's still going to be happening. And I I like to think about that as like a learning community where we find different new and different ways to learn together through the podcast, through this learning platform that that we built out for the conference. I think that's all going to be really fun, regardless of exactly what it looks like, which we still don't know. So we're not going to promise. (laughs) Thryzer is a payment platform designed for out-of-network therapy. As a therapist, you would use Thryzer to charge clients for sessions and collect your full rate up front. From the client's perspective, Thryzer links to their health plan, so insurance claims are automatically submitted for them upon every charge. From there, Thryzer manages the claims end-to-end so that your clients don't have to worry about manually submitting super bills or getting on calls with insurance. The best part? Thryzer allows clients to only pay their co-insurance portion for sessions, while Thryzer covers the rest of your fee and waits for reimbursement on their behalf. They also offer you an instant benefits calculator for free, allowing you to provide upfront transparency to prospective clients on their out-of-network coverage. Therapists only pay a standard 3% credit card processing fee per session with no additional fees. Visit join.thryzer.com forward slash modern therapist to get started and use our promo code modern therapists to receive $2,500 in waived fees for your sessions. One of the things that I'm really looking forward to re-establishing in our work is piece of the advocacy of really getting boots on the ground. And Katie mentioned that we're working on another workforce issue. We'll we'll get into some of these details here in a little bit, but I'm seeing across the country a lot more bills going through legislatures about dealing with mental health workforce shortages and knowing that we can't rely solely on the professional organizations to be able to voice what it is that we actually need as workers, that Beyond getting like an extra Subway sandwich, you know, and an appreciation (laughs) lunch once a month, that there are really structural problems with the way that our field is funded and working with the legislatures outside of legislative season when they're busy focusing on hundreds of bills. Yes. This is where some of the free time that we have not in planning next year's conference right now is. We're going to come up with some bullet points for you to actually start talking with your legislative representatives about in order to deal with this. You know, I can't wait to record this next episode, but it it (laughs) is going to be something where there is a call to action that's necessary because just as a little preview, some states are looking at having the National Guard come in to staff residential facilities. Yeah, that's not good. So these are the kinds of things that allow for our focus to take some time and to actually start making some impact to leave this as a better profession for those going forward. I think 
Advocacy and activism can feel daunting, and I think it can also feel exhausting to be an activist or an advocate for your own profession. It's like, hey, I I gave it the office, so to speak. And I think for Kurt and for me, I think this is clearly a huge passion of ours. We've been involved at the state level with our, our professional association, with our board, and I think it's something where we can do some of the legwork, and I'm sure there's others like us out there that maybe can do the legwork in other states, and we could potentially put together a repository of information so people could activate on a local level, on a national level, on an international level. I recognize we've got listeners from all over the place. And so I think it's, it's something where sharing information and doing the part that you can Maybe it's not always sufficient, but it's certainly good enough. <laughs> and, and this comes across not just in legislative bills, but sure. one of the episodes that, well, not one of the episodes, the absolute most popular episode that we've done is about not selling out to companies like BetterHelp. Yes. And some of the advocacy and stuff that we need to do is going beyond just complaining about companies yes. like this and yeah. being able to turn that energy into something productive. Based on the download numbers on this episode, this is something that really resonates with our community. We crafted our therapy reimagined conference talk around surviving and thriving in your own practices in a world where these apps are coming out. There's more steps that we can do, and it's well beyond the reaches of licensing boards. It's well beyond the reaches of what professional organizations are even starting to focus on. Yeah. That really does take more than the two of us clicking on every BetterHelp ad that we see, trying to (laughs) take them down $1 at a time in advertising money. Oh, dear. (laughs) There we go again. I think the, the, the thing that I'm hearing you say, Kurt, and I think this is what's what's really important, is that, yes, there are things that need to happen at a legislative level, at a policy level, and then there's kind of how we spend our dollars, so to speak, or how we spend our energy. And so one of the things that I'm really looking at, and I've been talking to some fellow modern therapists, and I'm going to be doing some more research, and I know, Kurt, you're you're involved in this as well, is really looking at how do we make a decision on where we work, who we work with, where we spend our money, because those things are actually hugely impactful on on what flies. BetterHelp and, and other organizations, conglomerates, you know, whatever, would not survive if we didn't work there. And so I think it's something where being able to get more information to everyone so that we can make those decisions, I think is something that's important to us, but we also are just two people (laughs) with a few people helping us out. And so we can't look everywhere at once. And so as always, we're always saying like, hey, if there's something that we need to be looking at, if there's something you're looking at that you want to talk with us about on the podcast, please send us a message, podcast at therapyreimagined.com. But I think it's something where Sharing information so that we're making more informed decisions is something that we can do much better when we have more time. And I think if you're listening and taking action based on that information, 
it has a ripple effect that I think is really impactful for our profession. And one of the things that we hear at the conference from our attendees year after year, especially people who are attending the first time is, where were you earlier in my career? <laughs> and now we'll say, we've been here. <laughs> and, and, you know, the the more, the, the longer that we do the stuff that we do, that is becoming part of my answer in that not having other people entering in our profession feeling the same way. And this is yes. the call to action of being able to help us, being able to take some of the steps that we do and being able to do that in your own community, with your own professional organizations, your own licensing boards, your own even therapist culture and community around you mm -hmm. does make it to where it's not the same complaints over and over. Part of what Katie and I thought when we were originally launching the podcast back in 2017 was if we just start talking about some of the issues that we hear in the same conversations over and over again, and we record them, yes. then maybe this can serve as a resource for people to not have to ask the same questions over and over again. And it's worked a little bit. A little it, bit. It helps to be able to post an old podcast up and say, here's our take on this from when we talked about this before. And in some areas, it has really served to shift some of the conversations that some of this deals with, like our, our work on developing a statement about paying pre-licensees, that really being able to see our profession in some respects, be able to stand up and be like, we have master's degrees or doctorate degrees. We should get paid for the work that we do. And part of this is how much I recognize that for a profession like ours, where the median age is a lot higher than it is in a lot of other professions, we hold on to a lot of old ways. And a lot of the things that is frustrating that we have had the same conversations over and over again is that the more vocal modern therapists are, the more that we can start to sway what the attitudes about our profession really are. I'm sensing that we are getting this tipping point. And the reason that I know this is the more that I hear from more established seasoned therapists about how we're making it harder for people <laughs> to get hired at low rates, yes. you know, that people are asking for things like a living wage rather yeah. than yeah. working for free, that I know that this tide is changing. A lot of this is beyond what we do, but it, sure. it it's giving the permission to be able to make this a sustainable career. And yeah. that is very much part of our, our mission. And we see this in a, a number of ways, but hopefully it's those people who are listening to us, those people who are coming to our conference for the first time, who are able to take away some of those other complaints from future therapists to be able to say, there was a time when you guys didn't get paid. Mm, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to expect as far as what's reasonable or not even reasonable. Maybe that's not the right word, but what what's realistic to expect as far as the amount of changes we can make. And I know we've talked about how to approach change 
at different times, whether it's working within the system or burning it all down and starting fresh or whatever it is. And I think to me, have, being one of those therapists that has been around for quite some time, it just blows my mind that I've been a therapist for 20 years. And it's something where I've burned it down, I've quit things in a huff, and I've also worked within the system. And I don't know that either of those things can work without the other completely. I think there needs to be people working in both both arenas, making these differences. And I'm not sure how much can be done in well, the, in, in, within, within the remainder of my career. I've got, you know, I've been a therapist for 20 years. I'll probably be a therapist for another 20 years. So I'm right smack dab in the middle. I don't know what's reasonable to expect. And maybe this is just me feeling uh, reflective and a little bit uh, sentimental after the conference is finished, but I'm excited about the work we can do. And I also am trying to stay more cautiously optimistic about what's actually possible. Not only does Therapy Notes combine billing, scheduling, notes, secure messaging, group telehealth, and more into one streamlined platform, they're also always adding new features and forms to their library. So no matter your specialty, Therapy Notes has you covered. Learn more at therapynotes.com and use promo code MODERN for two months free. And I'm looking at it as, by us not doing a conference, that what we can focus on is more sustained effort, you know, mm-hmm. avoiding the Tony Robbins effect, you know, <laughs> where people go to these, you know, great motivational speakers and they walk out and they're like, I'm going to change everything about my life. Everything is going to be amazing now. Cause I was at a three day conference. And people have done research on people who attend Tony Robbins events. That's why it's named after him. Yeah. But that effect wears off after about 72 hours. Oh, geez. <laughs> so and the, the, the length of the, of the conference maybe is the length of time that you remain, you keep that, sustain that, that effort. And so what we want is for us to be able to not just focus on creating kind of this groundswell of energy that everyone returns back to their normal lives, but is able to kind of throughout the year, hold some consistent pressure on the community around them. You know, so they can't it, escape us. They will always have us all the time and we will constantly be working. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's the things like, you know, you're talking about having left agencies in a huff before and yes, but it, it's also taking a hard look at ourselves and the culture that we bring, because I look at some of the Facebook groups where somebody you know, announces that they're leaving a group because they're not satisfied with the way that the community support is. And looking at the atrocious way that the Facebook communities respond in those situations (laughs) tells me that there's a lot of therapists that are just fine being part of that toxicity. And the status quo. Yes. And I think there are times when the people leaving in a huff are actually part of the toxic culture too. So I think we're, we're not I'm, commenting on specific people who have left in a huff, but I think it's, it's something where the response, I, I guess, regardless of whether someone leaving is part of the toxicity or whether the environment is toxic or both, the response is to sustain the status quo. 
the same status quo that everyone complains about. Yes. So I think consistent effort, building a consistent culture of learning and growing and challenging the status quo and working to combat complacency. I think I like that idea. I also am just acknowledging that people may need to opt out at times because it is a lot of work to sustain this type of effort to keep pushing forward, especially if there are other things that people are interested in advocating for and activating for. So we recognize that, but we're going to maintain consistency. We're going to be there week after week with the podcast, month after month with whatever else we're doing. We're going to be pushing forward these concepts to make all of our careers better. And a final note from me on this is this is also permission for you that we believe in the things that we talk about on this podcast. We do them in our practices. And part of what you're witnessing is reevaluating what's working for your business and what's not. And Katie and I came to the conclusion that conference is not helping us in the way that we want to spread our mission. It's something where it's okay to take a step back. And really what we're giving ourselves permission on is we come out of therapy reimagined 2021 haze is you don't have to have everything figured out at every step along the way. Part of redeveloping your business plan is looking at what's working and what's not. We're in that phase of, we know what's not working for us. And going to be sitting down and clarifying and continuing to bring you great content. And a final note from me, because I think part of our assessment and evaluation is that it's the two of us and a few other people that have been doing a lot of this work. And we've had opportunities and, and I hope have taken advantage of opportunities to collaborate with a number of people, with our speakers, with our, our sponsors and partners. We've collaborated with a lot of people but the the word that kept resonating for me as I was thinking about how we move forward is co-creation. And so my call to action is stay involved, but let us know if you actually want to take a step forward with us and help us with creating content or researching something or or spotlighting an area of our profession that needs a, a closer look. You know, definitely reach out to us, but Kurt and I have each of our own experiences and perspectives, and and we need to to broaden that in the work that we do. And so, if you want to be part of this co creation of the next steps, please reach out and let us know. Until next time, I'm Kurt Whitham with Katie Renoy. Remember to check out Thrizer. They are passionate about making out of network therapy work for everyone. Clients save upfront on therapy while therapists earn their full rate. Get started in minutes on join.thrizer.com forward slash modern therapist and use the promo code modern therapists and receive $2,500 in waived fees for your sessions. Thanks so much to our partner, Therapy Notes, the highest rated practice management solution for behavioral health. Don't forget, using promo code modern gets you two free months. Thank you for listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. Learn more about who we are and what we do at mtsgpodcast.com. You can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. 